How are we as followers of Christ to relate to those in authority over us? How are we to respond when we don't agree with national or local political leaders? This is Monday, February 6th, and we're beginning our fifth week of our podcast called Community of Grace. We live in a day in which anger has been weaponized to such an extent that we may not be able to see it for what it is. Bitterness is at a fever pitch, and it feels like each group has gone to battle to seize the upper hand. We live in a divided world. Years ago, I remember meeting Dr. John Perkins, one of the leaders of the Christian Community Development Association. This African-American preacher learned the power of the gospel through desperate trials. His mother died when he was but a child, and his father, well, he left him not too many years later. His brother was killed by the Mississippi State Police, and he himself has endured imprisonment and violence. But he always advocated for reconciliation and peace. There are days when we wonder what the way forward is for us as followers of Jesus. Here's our scripture text for today, Titus 3, verse 1 to 2. Remind the people to be subject to rulers and authorities, to be obedient, to be ready to do whatever is good, to slander no one, to be peaceable and considerate, and always to be gentle toward everyone. Now this is the third chapter of this short little letter that Paul wrote the church planter Titus. And here Paul tells Titus to tell the people to be faithful to those in charge, those in authority. Now this comes as a surprise. We thought Jesus had come to turn the world upside down, to replace our broken world order with a new community. And it's true, Jesus has come to bring a new community based on him. But the question is, how will this new world come? Jesus didn't call his disciples to take up arms to fight their adversaries. No, Jesus himself did the opposite. He was faithful and obedient in everything. He started no rebellion, nor did he form a political movement. Now today we think that the way to change is in seizing political power. Maybe it's in taking office or winning an election. But this wasn't Jesus's way at all. Nor did he ever advocate for such actions. Indeed, I'm sorry, instead he called for submission and obedience. Why? He knew that using the ways of the world to try and change the world would leave us right where we are now. Nothing would change. Elsewhere, Paul says it as clearly as this. Let everyone be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except that which God has established. The authorities that exist have been established by God. Consequently, everyone who rebels against authority is rebelling against what God has instituted, and those who do so will bring judgment on themselves. That's Romans chapter 13, verse 1 to 2. Now we have to remember that Paul wrote these words to the church in Rome. And as we learned yesterday in worship, the Roman government was brutal, ruthless, really. They devalued human life in a way that treated the nations 
They, they t- took the nations and enslaved millions through the years. They didn't suffer the d- disobedient, but impaled them on crosses. Paul tells the believers to be subject to them. He trusts that the sovereign God have put, has put the rulers in their places of power. Now, I understand that we may feel that our leaders are corrupt, and some of them are only out for themselves. I understand that you may feel strongly about your political positions, but this word is clear to us. Now, I'm not saying that there aren't times when civil disobedience is called for. There are. But our default position is obedience and not rebellion. And even when we believe disobedience is called for, we must be willing to face the consequences and not run from them. All in all, those in authority should have our obedience. And what also is, we're also called to do what is good. What we find as we look at the church is that the apostles believed that God was at work in the world bringing an entirely new order. But it was an order not based on power and control, but based on the love that people would have for one another. Only Jesus can change us and make us capable of loving our enemies. But it is this inner transformation that brings about a new world, not our political scheming. Now, this doesn't mean that we can't vote or get involved in the political process. It means that we do not trust the power people wield to bring about the things that God desires. But this is an immense temptation for us to seize power if we can. We remember when Jesus faced the temptations of Satan in the wilderness, he was offered all the kingdoms of the world if he would only bow before the evil one. But Jesus rebuked Satan and told him that only God is to be worshipped. We must be careful that we, when we grasp for power, we're not bowing before Satan ourselves. Instead, we need to learn the trust of Jesus in the way of Jesus in the world, the way of sacrificial love. Let's pray. Sovereign Lord, help us to trust you when we see leaders go awry. Help us to trust that you are working and you will fulfill your promises to redeem. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.